The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. All right, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Today, joining me for the recording is the host of the Motor Cop Chronicles, Iceman. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. So, uh, I'll take a couple seconds here, why don't you tell everybody... You know, a little, little bit about yourself. and I have been a cop. We'll say cop. I don't care. I don't bother me. People say you're a cop. I've been a law enforcement officer, deputy sheriff for uh, for a long time. I started my reserve career in 1993 and went full-time in 1995 until present day. So y'all can do the math. I've been a motorcycle cop for about 20 years of those now. So... I have a lot of experience in it and on my podcast. That's, you know, I kind of talk about that and talk a lot about traffic stops that I make. And when I'm fortunate enough, I have guests on to talk about their stuff also. Yeah. And I, just for anybody that's curious, yeah, I listen on a regular, uh, I've, I've, in, I've mentioned it before. I'm pretty sure I plugged it. It's on the list on the website. Uh, I enjoy the stories cause <laughs> between you and your guests and everything it's it's amazing the amount of stupid people that are out there and you know it's it's refreshing to have somebody that's willing to call it like it is and say yeah look you're a dumb son of a bitch and that's why you're in this situation uh i've never been people people keep me employed yeah pretty much i mean (laughs) and I've, i've never been one of those people i mean you know yeah i'll i'll be the first to admit I've, I've said it before. I'm sure you've probably heard. I had a, a whole episode where it's, yeah, you know, there are some, you know, shitty cops out there, just like every other line of work in the world. There are shitty people because y'all are still police. Police officers are still people. And a lot of these motherfuckers forget that. And it, it really irritates the hell out of me when people are like, oh, well, you know, the cops, this and cops. And it's like, no, they're still people. Don't be a shithead. You know? Yeah. You we're know, not I, robots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you don't act like an asshole, there's a really good chance you're not going to get treated like an asshole. And that's one of those things that, you know, it bothers me when people are all, oh, well, you know, every single one of them is the problem. Well, you know, you got a problem with them saying every single one of y'all is a problem. And last I checked, y'all the motherfuckers that are doing something wrong. And that's just like saying every single, any other person that does something, you know, just because one person robs a bank, that don't make everybody else robbing a bank. Yeah. And- not, not that it, you know. I mean, I'm sure some of us sometimes think about it, but that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother uh, soapbox. I, I'd end up with one of the damn dye packs and run around pink or blue or whatever. Oh yeah, no, that's. I, I, I'm right there with you. I, I get three steps out the door and be like, pum. Yeah, I just. I'm just thinking money would be nice, but yeah, the, the whole present time thing kind of. Discouraged. Yeah, I've, I've always said I'm too pretty for jail. I mean, not that I'm a pretty man by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm too pretty for that scenario. Yeah, just the whole, this whole thing of that uh, deliverance music just popped into my head when you said that. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. Which is ironic. You, you bring up deliverance, and now we got the big headed banjo playing boy running the country. 
Yeah, well, if if you rub his legs in the pool during the summertime, the hair will sparkle and just dry and pop right back up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a horrible thought right there. Yeah, and I mean it's a sniffer and chase, but we'll be all right. Yeah, three three years, two months, fourteen days. <laughs> down to the minute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, to be fair, I, I don't, you know, anybody that listens to me on a regular basis knows I don't, I don't play favorites. I think they're all fucking crooks. So, well, hey. it says politician. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I made a comment to somebody one time. I said, I said, oh, because if I ran for office, they said, you'll, you'll never get elected for anything. I'm like, why? They're like, you're not going to. I said, but I'm a, the problem is, my opinion, my problem is, is you have people that are politicians that keep running stuff. You need a norm, just a normal person to go up and to, to be able to run and win. A normal person, a person that works for a living, not yeah. just been a politician for their living their entire life. Yeah, exactly. That lives in a really real world. That's like, fuck. Am I going to money to pay this damn electric bill this week? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, you know. I remember, I mean, I'm older now. Thank God I'm farther along in my career. And I, I'll say, you know, I mean, I make a decent living for myself and everything. I'm not, but I remember back in my twenties and stuff, you know, and it was paycheck to paycheck, you know, and it's like, shit, there any place that feeds us discounted while we're in uniform or something like that. Cause I'm broke as a motherfucker. ain't got no money and I'm hungry, but those people aren't, don't ever get elected to office. Uh, well, that depends on who you ask. Cause uh god what's what's her name uh no it's just from scranton ohio uh yeah no that's but uh god what's aoc like oh well, I, I was a bartender and I, I was not getting anywhere in my life and i'm from the people it's like no you're dumb as shit <laughs> and i mean she got elected because the right people put a name behind her said oh look she's up from the people no she she, she she she's basically one step above a muppet because no oh, yeah. Muppets are cute and they don't and they and they don't realize that they're being controlled because they're made out of socks. Whereas she thinks she's cute and doesn't see the hand that's up her ass telling her what she should be saying to people. Uh I don't know. I think she, she's not she's not real bright. No, no. She, she she's not a bad I mean she's pretty she's an attractive woman. She's just an idiot. Yeah, well that, I mean that can just that somebody's personality stuff like that just can make you an ugly person. Yeah, and that's kind of that, that. That's where I sit. I'm like, yeah, she was kind of cute the first time I saw her. Then she opened her mouth, and I was like, oh fuck me. Yeah, I'm I'm of the people, but I just went to a thirty five thousand dollar a person gala yeah, with a, the dress on that says "Tax the Rich." Do you realize that's all the people you were at the gala with? Because, I mean. If I had $35,000, I wouldn't spend it on food, or a, a, a party. I'd be like, I'd be buying myself a new car or some shit like that. Yeah, no, no doubt. I'd be put, putting part of it away to cover the taxes on it. Yeah, something, yeah. but not, not, not a gala. Yeah. Oh, and the best part is she tried to, to justify it when somebody said something to her about it. And she's like, well, you know, it's normal for people from, you know, the politicians normally go to this and it's we don't have to pay for it. I'm like. You really think the the Met Gala is not getting that thirty five thousand dollars ahead? No, you're right. You don't have to pay for it. We're paying for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure that is a bill back or a tax break in some manner. 
the first thing that popped in my head when she said that was like, sounds like somebody's entitled. Sounds yeah. like some privilege going on over there. Yeah. I don't, I want some of that privilege. I don't know. I couldn't hang out with some type of people anyway. Yeah, no, I, 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 I would be asked to leave very quickly if I was in that scenario. I don't, me and my wife don't go out much anymore because I just don't like people that much. And, uh, I knew there was I gotta a deal reason with, we got I, along. <laughs> I got to deal with, I got to deal with so many just, no, I can't say assholes. I, I just got to deal with so many stupid people on a daily basis at work. I deal with it real, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, a lot of really nice people. But to be honest with you, in law enforcement, most of the people we meet are not the really nice, smart people because that's not the people that call the cops or you get called to. You get called over to the stupid people. Are people doing stupid shit? Are people breaking the law? Like like today, I, I had to help out at the courthouse. That's working courthouse security. And uh, this late, it was extremely, oh, God, it was so slow. I'd rather be busy than as slow as we were. This day, today dragged on forever. I'm sitting there, and uh, where I got to check people in and out. You got, everybody that comes in the courthouse, if you're not an employee that works in the courthouse somewhere, so you have to be checked in. I got to print out a thing of where you're going. You got to put a sticker on your chest, all kind of shit. This lady walks up it's towards the end of the day and she's like, I'm here to pay uh, for, for criminal probation. And, and I said, okay. I said, what's your name? I'm giving stuff. I said, she's, she's like, I need to, I was like, are you a criminal? She just kind of looks at me, big eyes and says, yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. And I mean, I was just, I was just like making a joke, you know? And I'm like, wow, you a criminal? And she's like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, okay. Well, look, it's the third door down on the right down there. You enjoy yourself, <laughs> criminal. It's like it's like she just totally didn't know how to answer, and she just just told me she was a criminal. So, well, it's like, do I had do you have to check this box when you fill out an application? <laughs> uh, no, the the yeah we you get some yes you you so get some. I can, I can imagine. I I actually up. I saw on my way into work this morning, I was, it was an interesting drive for me. And I, 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 uh, I, I was running a little behind. So I was, I was going a little, little quickly. I mean, you wouldn't have pulled me over. I was, I was, I was not doing, I was maybe doing five over. I don't know. I'm not gonna pull you. I'm an 11 mile an hour over guy. If you, if you're doing 11 over in my jurisdiction, I will stop you and give you a ticket. Yeah, it's, no, like you, you wouldn't have stopped me. I, I was like, I was doing five over. I, I'm not, no, I'm never, I'm never in that much of a hurry, particularly since I got ish in the, the description of when I got to be at work. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a few minutes late, but it's still around nine ish. I'm okay. So I was, I was doing maybe five over on, on my way to work. And this guy in a BMW blew by me and he was, he was, going for broke i i could tell he he had something real important on his checklist of shit to get done today and i can tell you he was late to wherever the hell he was going because about a mile and a half up the road he was on the side of the road <laughs> he was out of the vehicle screaming and yelling at the officer that pulled him over the the, the the officer that pulled him over wasn't even out of the car yet this guy was out on the side i was sitting there going man this might be on cnn tonight <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that helped his case. Oh, de- definitely, you know. And I have people get hollering and screaming at me on traffic stops, you know. 
I hurry up and I'm just, you know, or I'll just say, oh, I'm so sorry to inconvenience you, sir. You just go on and keep speeding and possibility killing yourself or somebody else. I am so sorry. Because I like it. I'll pull people over and they're like, I had, I've, it don't happen a whole lot, but I've had people that just look at me. It's like, I, I'm in a hurry. Well, obviously, that's why you were speeding. But when you tell me that, if you look at me and tell me you're in a hurry or can you hurry up? Yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. Going as fast as I can. When actually, no, I just I didn't slow down to like tortoise speed at this point. Oh, since yeah. you told me to hurry up, no, no, no. I'm gonna waste your. I'm gonna waste more time of yours now. If you did just shut the hell up, because um, now with electric with electronic ticket writer, I can have you gone with within a minute and fifty seconds. That fast. With a ticket in your hand, with the with the door prize, and uh, but if you look at me and tell me you're in a hurry or tell me to hurry up, I'm gonna have to go back and I'm gonna have to run every single thing on your car. I'm gonna have to run <laughs> you through the NCIC computer to make sure you're not wanted anywhere. Uh, piss me off too much. I'm gonna pull out a tread meter and I want to check the tread depth on your tires. <laughs> to make sure your tires are safe. People don't don't be an asshole. I'm a traffic cop, okay? I get paid to write tickets. If you get pulled over by a cop, I didn't make the speed up, and I'm not picking on you, okay? I tell people all the time, because I, I do have, oh, I'm so sorry. Don't apologize. Everybody speeds. Every single person speeds. If Jesus Christ was still alive and on this planet, he would probably be speeding in a car. Everybody speeds. The odds, the odds are in your favor as a civilian. Okay, the odds are in your favor. So you could speed a hundred times. It's just that one time I'm going to catch you. So, cause I, you know, so it's like gambling. You keep rolling the dice, you're eventually going to roll craps. And this happens to be crap day. And I got you on the side of the road. So don't be mad. Just take your ticket and go on. If you want to fight it, come to court. If you, if you come to court, I love it. I love getting on the stand. Don't matter to me. I mean, I'm gonna take you to court. Okay, what? I've been doing this longer than you've been alive, kid. Take me to court. I mean, <laughs> it's no no skin off my back. Yeah, I, uh, I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you the last time I got pulled over for something. I mean, I, I know I got a snake eyes coming one of these days, but like you said, I mean, you know, it's it's a crapshoot. But generally, five mile, five mile an hour ain't really. I don't know. You got to be a total dick ass cop if you're getting pulled over for doing five miles an hour. Over. Yeah, no, I I don't worry about I don't worry about speeding. I'm more like one of those people where it's going to be like, you know, why I pulled you over, and I'm going to go, no, really, actually, I don't. But please tell me so I can fix whatever the hell's wrong on my car. Well, I don't I don't do that when I pull people over. <laughs> it's not a test. It's not a pop quiz. When I pull you over, I tell you why I pulled you. I don't say, do you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, sir, the reason I pulled you over was blah, blah, blah. Your your brake lights are out or you forget, fail to signal your speed. Do you have your, right now, I don't, I don't even ask for all stuff. Do you have your driver's license? Because if, if I'm not on the motorcycle and I'm on my unit, I've already run all your shit before I get gotten out. <laughs> but the electronic ticket writer scans everything and it pops everything up on me. So I'm like, I just ask for your driver's license. That's all I want. Yeah. It'll just I, take a little bit longer when we have the people that hand me uh international driver's license. 
for anybody that's listening, that it's not fucking real. Okay, they they buy these. <laughs> the Hispanic people buy these somewheres. They're not real, so I can't run that. Run that. I gotta hang an input everything, or they hand me a passport, or they hand me something that is in a language that I do not speak. So now I'm sitting here trying to figure out. Okay, this is a first name. What the the hell is this right here? How you say that? I mean, I do know I pulled over Jesus and wrote him a ticket. <laughs> His last name is Gonzalez, and he's from Guatemala. I'm just letting y'all know where he's at. I'm I, I, actually, I think I might have hired him. <laughs> oh, that's where he's at. <laughs> he might be in Chicago. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I know what you're talking about with those the international IDs because. When I was in a position like with my current job, I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. We got HR for that. But when I was in a position where I did have to like interview people and I'm, you know, working as a chef, hiring cooks, that's a, a, a job that is notorious for having people that are here on questionable, questionable documentation. Let's put it that way. That's what and they call it, questionable documentation. I'm, I'm trying to be nice because <laughs> I might have to hire people again sometime. <laughs> Whereas being PC, well, I don't know about PC. Like I said, I'm just trying to not hurt anybody's feelings. So when I got to, you know, do an interview and they're going, you know, your voice sounds familiar. That's a new one. You're trying not to hurt nobody's feelings. I listen to your podcast, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, no. What, but when I got somebody coming in with some janky paperwork and I've had this happen where I've had a conversation like, yeah, look, I'd love to hire you and your references all checked up. But this social security number says you're dead. <laughs> oh. Oh no no no! You put you you put it in wrong. No no oh, no no! no. I ran it twice. You're dead. You see what happens? You see what happened was these are not my pants. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a son of a bitch. He told me it was good. I'm like, look, you know, you're not supposed to admit that in front of me while I'm trying to hire you. <laughs> Work with me here. <laughs> and then you know they're oh okay we'll be back I'll be back no 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 you they won't be back this. <laughs> I I have never had a, a situation where I ran a social security number and it came back muerte and uh, the guy came back with the right number. So, and you know, maybe I'm a, a little jaded, a little cynical, but that's just the way it is. But uh, yeah, I do. I do that picture that, that international driver's list. It doesn't even, it, it looks like it was made with crayons. <laughs> it's, 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 it's I used to have a, I used to just keep them. I'm like, all right, go on. They're like, look at me. It's like, you can't have this shit back. It's fake. It's not real. I used to have like a stack of them in my saddlebag on my motorcycle. <laughs> I, mean, I just, I mean, I just, I was like, I just had a stomach. I'm like, it's not real. I actually had one. I actually had one, somebody, one of them called one time, um, 10 years ago, called my boss. And my boss called me and said, this person called and said, you kept their ID. I said, who would that be? So, such and such. I said, yeah, I did. What are you doing keeping people's ideas? I said, because it ain't real. Which means I said, it's an international driver's license. You kept his driver's license? I said, no. I kept this fake ID that he says is a driver's license that don't exist. He's like, oh. I'm like, so he can go buy another fake one somewhere else. I'm like, giving it back. I mean, he actually called and complains I took his fake ID. Yeah. I actually, I had a, a, a guy that, it was kind of a similar scenario. I, he brought in all the, you know, fake social security card, fake, fake ID. And I was trying to hire the guy cause I was shorthanded and I ran his paperwork and it came back dead. 
And he comes back like, well, can I, can I, can I get my stuff back? I'm like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real nice here. Since I already ran this, there's a chance that I will get audited and they will come ask if I seize this documentation or not. So no, you're not getting it back. I think that's, I got voted for Joe Biden. Uh, distinct <laughs> hey, possibility. Hey, God. Like that's how it happens. Yeah. Well then I actually, I had an, another guy, same restaurant guy that was there when I, when I, when I took over the place. So he was there before me and uh, I wound up letting him go because he was swinging a little too much attitude because he didn't like the fact that the new guy got hired over him. He's like, man, I've been here for, you know, two and a half years. Why are they going to make you the chef? And I was like, can you show me how to balance the, the balance the uh, food inventory? So we're see how much money we're losing. What? That's why you're not the chef. Get back over there. Make the salads, motherfucker. You have a scale I got to balance that on? (laughs) Pretty much. So this guy winds up departing our services, and I get a phone call as a reference check. Now, the the name they were reference checking was not how I was introduced to this guy, was not anything on his payroll information, and nothing lined up. I I had to ask who the hell they were talking about. And one of my other cooks was like, Oh, that's Harrison, boss. I'm like, Harrison? Why why, why are they saying his name is, you know, I can't, it was like Jorge or something. And and I'm like, what? Oh, no, that's just what we call him. (laughs) The fuck? I saw his payroll. No, that's not just what we call him. (laughs) I had to sign off on his his hours every week. This is what he's calling himself now. That's just what he calls himself now, but, you know, again, unfortunately, it's kind of one of those, you know, open secrets of the the food service industry. Is that a Mexican restaurant? Uh, no, actually, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, it's it's like the old joke, you know, you go to an authentic Italian restaurant in downtown New York, you're going to have food made by a bunch of guys from Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's. Well, we had a place not far from us. It's uh like a Mexican store, and it's uh they got like a little food truck out there, but it's like actual authentic Mexican food, like they eat it in in their country. And if you get it, because the guy the guy that owned the store, he's actually an American. He married a woman that's uh, Hispanic and stuff like that. And because uh, first time, I mean, he, he's a cool guy. I know the guy and everything else. And, I got some food there. It's like, hold on before you eat it. Let me know. It's not what you think. It, it is not like Tex-Mex or American type Mexican food. He said, this is, and he was right. I mean, if you just get it and just think it's getting something you're getting from a Mexican restaurant, you're going to be totally not the same at all. Because the authentic Mexican rest- food, food tastes totally different than the commercialized part of it. Yeah, that, That's like if you go to like Chinese food, I'm pretty sure they don't eat sweet and sour pork and oh no no no, no, no. sesame chicken over there. I think they eat a lot of fish and rice. Is what they eat. Yeah, that's definitely true. I, uh, a lot, lot, a lot of the guys I used to work with more when I was doing restaurants than once I got into like corporate services. But when I was back in my restaurant phase, I'd, I'd go eat like go have dinner at one of my guys' houses. Hey, chef, you want to come over? Yeah, sure. Why not? What's going on? Oh, we're having a cookout. And man, if the food was fantastic, but never what you expect. But I got the first time I had goat. (laughs) 
I didn't I'm, know. I'm a goat. No, I mean, I just wasn't a fan of it. It wasn't bad. I just found it a little gamey. It, it is. It's definitely a little gamey, but I, I didn't know what I was eating because they're like, oh, yeah, we're having barbacoa. I'm like, oh, barbecue. Okay, cool. And then uh, what What you think? Oh, that's a goat. <laughs> okay. Not bad. <laughs> well, uh, I had uh, lived in Salt Lake City, Utah for a short period. I was working up there. It was right out of high school and stuff like that. Uh, right after I finished doing the college, it was for a very short period. But anyway, I was uh had a roommate with this guy. I, I don't remember what I, he was an islander. They were from. He was an immigrant, but he was an islander. He I mean, he was like like he wasn't Samoa, but it was like that because this dude was ginormous. Okay, <laughs> this was big giant. I mean, this dude was. I'm not a small guy. I'm not. I'm not giant, but I'm not small. But this guy was giant. But anyway. I didn't know anybody, so he just brought me around with all his people. And uh, so I was around a bunch of other Islanders. We went somewhere one time. He's like, oh, look, they cooked. You know, we got soup and stuff like that. And I went over there. And I went to, and I'm not a big soup either as it is. I'm still not a big soup either. I like scooped a big ladle out to get it. And when it came up, there was like a, it was a fish head. <laughs> and it's like just the eyeball was looking at me like, I just, it was the last look this fish had on his face as it died as they chopped his head off and put him in this soup. You know, I'm like, I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, fuck. I mean, I can't, I can't eat it. I, I eat, I've eaten a lot of stuff, but I'm not eating this fish head. This is like gross. But so yeah, fish head soup. Now I've eaten, I've eaten cow tongue quite a few times. If a cow tongue is cooked correctly, it is very good because it's. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a big chunk of meat. One, long as they get them tendons out the bottom of it. If yeah, I was gonna say you, you got to clean the hell out of that stuff. Yeah, that if you get a hold to a cow tongue and you bite into it, it's got that hard crunch. You just got a tendon, and you're not gonna chew that tendon off. Trust me, you're gonna be spitting it out. Yeah, <laughs> but cow tongue is good once it's, it's done right. I've had uh, I've had raccoon before, which you got to know how to cook too. This woman did know how to cook it, and it was good. But I've eaten raccoon before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've eaten I, snake. I, I've got, <laughs> see, I don't like snake. It's too too many bones. Yeah, it's very bony. But I've had snake. I've been a shark. I've eaten shark. Shark was actually really good. It's really white. Yeah, very I've white fish meat. Shark, shark is delicious. That that's one of those things. Like in my family, my dad was the cook when I was growing up because my mom, bless her heart, that woman will burn water. She couldn't cook 40 years ago. She can't cook today. And uh, so my dad used to make the vast majority of my meals when I was a kid. And he grew up in the Pacific. He was a Navy brat. And uh, he, grew up, he grew up in like Guam and Hawaii and uh, the Philippines. But that's my grandpa on that side is the one that's from Louisiana. And uh, that side of the family is all down your neck of the woods. So my dad grew up eating food cooked by a Cajun that was made with Pacific ingredients. And then I grew up eating the stuff my dad knew how to make. So I grew up eating things like shark steak and, and, you know, we'd have gumbo and andouille and crawfish boils and, you know, get, we'd have family members sending us packages with like boudin and all this other stuff. Oh, I love boudin. We, they sell that, but we, we they sell boudin at the, freaking gas stations <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh, Y'all don't know how good you have it. I, if if there was somebody around here doing that, I would be there at least twice a week because that shit makes me happy. <laughs> Whenever I go uh, out to write uh, overtime, writing tickets, um, near state stuff, they got this truck stop. I'm not going to say the name of it because they would give where I work at. But anyways, the truck stop, I stop and I refuel. Because right there, I refuel top off my tanks. I go inside. I, I usually go pee. And, and I go inside and these people, I mean, they give us, you know, they'll just, they have a, like a hot box there. And I'm like, I always get, I get a hot sausage and with no bun. And I get a link of boudin every time they, they, they just like give it to you. They don't charge you for it. It's like, cool. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I love boudin. If nobody, if anybody listen out there, don't know what boudin is, go look it up. It is deliciousness. Yeah. Especially if it's done old school and it's in, in actually in the intestines, not in, in the proper sorry. casing. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's man. Maybe I'll call my aunt up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, now, got now I'm thinking I'm going to be like, I don't know. Aunt Janice, what you doing today? <laughs> I mean, who's your, who's your favorite nephew? <laughs> I mean, I'm be glad when wintertime's over, some crawfish season rolls back around. Uh, if you, I don't know if y'all have, I don't know if you have TikTok. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I, I don't know if you ever looked at my TikTok account. Probably not. I'm never on it. <laughs> I, I just signed up like last uh, week. Well, so <laughs> if you get a chance, go it's just Motor Cop Chronicles. Uh, I don't know if it's podcast, whatever. Motor Cop Chronicles. I'm sure I can find <laughs> it. Yeah. If you go in there, there's there's a thing on there called the Bayou Bucket. It was uh, bought locally in an area in Louisiana. Here. It's a five-gallon plastic bucket. These uh these people that make it, they take like a hot water heater element and they drill a hole inside of it and they mount this hot water heater element inside the bottom of the bucket and you just plug it in the wall. You put two gallons of water in it and you can like boil seafood in it. And on one of my TikTok videos on there, if you look at it, I boiled, I boiled, I, I did a whole little shrimp boil over here that... If, if anybody ever listened to me on the other ones, the Asian lover was here. The one of my guests, he he's from Florida. He comes out. I did potatoes, I did corn, I did sausage, hot dogs, and seven pounds of shrimp. I boiled in this bucket mm. <laughs> on my countertop. Okay, in a plastic bucket. No, it did not melt the bucket. You can watch the video, but it worked great. I didn't have to pull out the big pot and then pull out the propane. I didn't do all that stuff like that. Yeah, that and sounds I, so much easier. I did it inside, you know, all my season and everything else. And I just go, you go outside the water hose and rinse it out. It's freaking phenomenal. And in the top of the bucket is like a cup. They, they put drain holes in it. So your top of the bucket is screwed on. You just go outside or where you sink or whatever and just dump all the water out of it when you finish cooking and just get your food out of it. That's, that's, a, I'm, I may have to pick one of those. Not, I don't know. I, I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm starting to talk like, I'm going to go look that up and buy it. No. It Aaron had to have a little rational sense kick in here and say, I'm already in trouble for the amount of kitchen shit I have in the house. That, that's one of those things about me. My my wife puts up with a lot in terms of putting up with me. And uh, currently I have a three shelf rack in, we've got like a storeroom kind of room in our, in the basement and it's three shelves, all of kitchen shit. I got 
like three different coffee pots. I got, uh, you know, a couple of waffle makers, about two dozen pots and pans, uh, vacuum sealers, sous vide cooker, dehydrators. Uh, it, It ties into the whole being a chef thing to a little bit and to the part that I just can't say no to when I find something that's kind of cool. So, and if it's, if it's reasonably priced, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I got two, uh, I did buy myself, uh, well, this couple, I think it was about two years ago, but, uh, we have a, I don't know if y'all have them out there. It's this little store. It's called Ollie's. It's kind of like a, a discount, you know, outlet store. It's stuff like kind of like a big lots. I don't know if y'all have those either, but it's like, and we got big lots, but yeah well big lot it's something like a big lot but it's in ollie's and it's like they buy stuff from stores that are going out of business or whatever and they sell it but a couple of years ago they had these uh eight tray like big dehydrators and I, for like 100 bucks so i bought two of them and <laughs> i just make beef jerky out of them. i just use them to make beef jerky that's all i do i'll go yeah. out and buy i buy the uh I buy my meat, and I'll, and I buy, and they actually had like the big commercial meat slicers for like eighty nine bucks on sale. I bought, I can, and it works really good because I almost cut the tip of my finger off with it, and it hurt really bad, and I was bleeding. So yeah, it, <laughs> but I take it and I slice all my meat. Uh, I use eye of the round. But I slice all my meat real thin, and I marinate it, and I dehydrate it, and I can do like I don't know. I can do like ten pounds of meat at one time with these two dehydrators. Sounds about right because I got I got one of the the eight rack dehydrators and I can do about five pounds at a crack. So, but I like I, 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 that's all I use it for is make beef jerky. Though. Yeah, I I do beef jerky and then I got a different I got a smaller dehydrator, and that one's for like fruit and herbs and all that kind of stuff because. Mm-hmm. We got a pretty big garden, so I'll do like mint and sage and oregano and basil and thyme and. Yeah, it's always chef stuff coming out. I just want to eat meat. <laughs> oh no no, no. <laughs> that stuff goes with the meat. It enhances uh, the meat. <laughs> no. I use if, if you want to if you ever want to make jerky and have a everybody that's eating it that thinks so. Allegro, it's a marinade. Allegro, Tennessee whiskey, marinade. All right. I it is the most amazing beef jerky flavor you've ever had. All right, I'll I'll, I'll give I'll give her a crack. Why not? I want to have a leg row up there. I'm sure, huh? Oh, I, I'm probably. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to actively look because honestly, that's one of those things I I just make my own. So it's like, and, Seth, uh, he's a chef. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> a side effect of being me, I guess, but. And it's fun too because I can play with it a little bit. Like I did, I did a batch with uh, Crown Vanilla as the mar- as the whiskey in the marinade. Because if I make beef jerky, there's always some sort of whiskey in it because it, oh, there wow. has to be. Whiskey is great. I love whiskey. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I actually have. Well, y'all can't see it, but in my my cup that my wife made, Motor Cop Chronicles podcast tumbler cup. Yeah, I'll have to get one of those. Sell them to you. And, uh, but I have, uh, as I say, they need to sponsor me since I talk about them so much. Though I have my old smoky salty watermelon whiskey in here with my little mix I do. 
Yeah, that, I'll actually be picking some of that up tomorrow. They're holding it for me at the liquor store up the street. <laughs> the old smoky uh salted watermelon, yeah. You had the ingredients I had that I said mix it with. The um no, actually why don't you tell everybody because I know it's the watermelon soda. Yeah. I use a I use a full size Yeti cup. So I'm trying to get drunk. But you can use more shots if you want. I fill it up with ice. I put two shots, two to three shots of the whiskey. One shot of sour mix. Uh, probably about four. You use shots, or I just eyeball now. You, I use the it, Walmart has it here. I'm not sure if y'all said, but it's a watermelon flavored cranberry juice. The, the know, ocean spray. Uh, I'm not or sure. Great Valley or whatever. I don't know. It's don't it's, know. it's 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 only one brand that makes it, but it's. Is it the, the, the white cranberry with the watermelon flavor? No, it just says watermelon flavored cranberry well, juice. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll have to look. It's only watermelon flavored cranberry juice out there. But I use that, and then I top it off with the, the watermelon flavored soda pop, the crusher or is what we have out here. And I stir it up, and it tastes like a Jolly Rancher, a watermelon Jolly Rancher. You can't even taste the hint of whiskey in it, even if you do three or four shots. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, it's because of you that I saw that the, the, the liquor store up the street from me, I went in there a couple weeks ago for my birthday, and uh, because a buddy of mine's birthday is the day before mine, and I was going to stop by and visit him, and uh, so I stopped to get him a little little pint of tequila, just like, hey, happy birthday, here you go, and uh, while I was in there, they had the whole old smoky section, they had all the flavors, except for the root beer. Yeah, root beer is hard to find. I've I got my hand on two two fifths. I'm down to about half of one left. And I, I did it with the cream soda. It was okay. Now I haven't. I might have to get some more before I try it with the ice cream. But right now I've just been mixing it with root beer, like the mug root beer, regular. And it's like drinking alcoholic root beer, or that, that works. <laughs> do the peanut butter and jelly. Peanut yeah. butter flavored uh, Old Smoky. Now they have several other ones. They got uh, they got uh, someone Law Dog or something like that. When they have it, it's okay, and they have uh, they have several different ones. The best peanut butter flavor I found was the Old Smoky. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to but you can use that with cranberry juice or grape cranberry juice. Do not. Do not use straight grape juice thinking it's going to be like grape jelly because grape juice is so much, so sweet with the whiskey. It, it, to me, it's unbearable. It's just too sweet. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think I could do too sweet. That would be. No, I, I didn't like yeah. it. But, or would also like it is the root beer. I mean, not the root beer, the, the peanut butter whiskey with the blueberry Red Bull. That, that was good, too. Yeah. Well, actually, the only reason I didn't get the watermelon back on my birthday was because I was going through the list and they had one bottle of the butter pecan, Old Smoky. And I, I haven't said, tried that one yet. It, was it, it the whiskey or the sipping cream? It's the sipping cream. Oh, that's dangerous too. I see. I call that way back in my early, early podcast. This stuff is so delicious. I call it unicorn titty milk <laughs> because this it, it's it's a cream 
it's a sipping cream. It's so good, it could be like sucking milk out of a unicorn titty. That's how good it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm generally not real big on sweet type stuff. Just uh, maybe it's just because of how bitter I am by nature. But but this, oh, that stuff's good, but it's dangerous. <laughs> oh, it's extremely dangerous. But like I said, it's, I call that unicorn titty milk. Yeah, well, I, f- I found out I really like it in, in a cup of coffee. That's, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's, well, that's, uh, honestly, it's a bad habit I got into when I was laid off for like eight months. Is well, I ain't got nothing else to do today. I'm still on furlough because I could only look so hard for a job because I didn't want to lose my furlough status because I was, like, my old company kept my insurance active because <laughs> I was you know, furloughed. Yeah, so I, I was like, okay, I have to be available in case they're going to call me into work. But they also guaranteed me a day's notice. So I was like, well, I can't go out and look real hard for a job today, and it's 6.30 in the morning. I put a little splash of this in my coffee, and I'll go sit down and record a podcast or something. And so that, I kind of got to be a little like, well, you know, a little, little kick in the coffee if I don't have anything else planned for the day. Yeah, I'm not hurting anybody. Take a nap around 1130. Clipping cream is, is good. If y'all haven't tried it, give it a shot. Even even the ladies like it. Yeah. It's it's yeah, my, my wife my wife was like, ooh, this is good. And I'm like, don't get any ideas, woman. But uh yeah, like I said, I got I gotta go back to the store now. So I like the salty caramel in with Coke. I was glad to I like a lot of the old smoky stuff. They got they got good stuff. Yeah, although have you seen that blue one they got? No, oh, I ain't seen no blue one. Oh, that that shit is evil. My uh my son is uh 22 now. And for his on his 21st birthday, one of his friends gave him a bottle of this it's like blue flame old smoky. This shit is basically kerosene. It's like a hundred and eighty-two proof or something like that. Sound like diesel fuel. Oh yeah, no, it it is brutal. It take my my son was like, hey, check it out, look what I got. He's like, hey, you want to do a shot? And I was like, well, you know, it's your birthday. Okay, I'll do a shot with you. And he poured it up and poured himself one, and we toasted. And I went to shoot it back, and he just stood there and just he didn't he didn't drink his. <laughs> and I wasn't paying enough attention where I didn't notice. So I shot that. St- <laughs> it was like somebody punched me in my chest. I got that some more. And he went. <laughs> <laughs> I got some 190 diesel here. Oh. You can take a cap full of this shit. You just took the cap full and you swear to God, your insides are burning up. And But you know, it's bad when on the top of the label, by on the neck of the bottle, it says warning, keep away from open flames. <laughs> Because it's highly flammable, but I, it's like one little. I, I gave some to my daughter. I'm like, here. I said, just shoot this little cap full. She did it. She took off running, screaming, and hollering cuss <laughs> words and all kind of stuff like that. And I think I hate you came out of her mouth a few times and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's not. I don't know what they do with that stuff, but it's not made for drinking. Running your lawnmower, starting fires. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Well, I got a bottle of 190 proof Everclear too, and that's not for drinking. That's uh, <laughs> that that is in the cabinet 
I was grateful when like everybody was going all stupid for trying to get hand sanitizer and everything. I was like, well, if worse comes to worse, I got that bottle of Everclear in the in the in the liquor cabinet. I could make some sanitizer. But uh, like I literally have it for lighting shit on fire when I'm cooking. That's the only purpose it serves. <laughs> We're talking about alcohol, washing your hands with it. It made me think one of our episodes a couple back, me and Holst there. We're talking about the, the guy that, that picked up all the flags, 3,000 American oh, flags. Oh, yeah, that guy. And, and we said that dude, we, we threw a picture of him up on the live stream. And uh, this, this dude's so ugly. And it was like, I think Holstair was like, I still think about it. it was fucking hilarious. He was like, he's like, that dude's got to like, you know, soak his hand in whiskey just to make it beat himself <laughs> off because it's going to make his yeah. hand. He got his own hand drunk to masturbate. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that one. It's like, uh, if anybody ever, your listeners do want to listen, you know, we do, every Wednesday we do uh, live streams on Facebook and YouTube, same same name. We And those are just, uh, we pick out news stories, mostly cop-related. We read the story and then give our unfiltered opinion on it and it's all unedited too so <laughs> you wouldn't welcome to come watch and listen and yeah, interact. It's, it's it's definitely entertaining like i said I, I i listen to it on a regular and sometimes i get weird looks because i'm laughing to myself and people what's what's so funny and it doesn't help any that i got my headphones when i'm at work and stuff there i got the the bone conduction ones so they're really just like up on the top of my head and outside of my ears. And so it's not real obvious because I can still hear people talking to me and everything. So it's not real obvious. I'm not paying very good attention. And then I'll be sitting there and all of a sudden I'll start laughing and like, are you, are you laughing at me? No, 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 no. I forgot to turn my phone off while you were talking. That's all. <laughs> kind of like when you're sitting there and somebody starts talking, you turn around and answer them, but they're not, they were on the phone, not talking to you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've done that more than once too. It's, it's one of those things. Where, like I said, uh, we're kind of on a skeleton crew at work, so it's like there's not a lot of people around. So I'll I'll hear somebody coming and they're talking. All of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, hey, somebody to talk to. Hi, friend." And <laughs> nope they're they're on they're on their phone walking around. You know. Yeah, they don't want to talk like, to you. You know, you got a desk. Why don't you go stay at your desk while you're on the phone? I got all excited. Thought I was going to have a friend today. I got to work, buddy. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, I got a pretty solid work environment and I, I get along with, you know, pretty much everybody in there so far. Now, granted, they've been on skeleton crew since I got hired, so I'm sure I haven't met everybody yet, but, but so far it's a, a pretty, a uh, pretty good bunch. A lot of times when I'm at work, most people want to come talk to me or people I really don't want to talk to. I was out at, out at the funeral today, and this old lady drives past and stops and rolls the window down, and I'm like, I look at her, I'm like, yes, ma'am, can I help? And she says something, and I couldn't hear, so I went closer, and she said, who's that that they burying a day? I'm like, I, I have no clue. I mean. <laughs> ma'am, I just work here. I mean, I'm just, I get called saying, hey, we got an escort going from this location, this location at this time. I have no clue who are that. I'm like, I'm thinking, why do you, do you want to know where the after party is? Cause <laughs> usually, you know, it's kind of like a wedding. People really don't show up for the wedding. They just show up for the party. Yeah. Where is the, where's the funeral food at? 
Yeah, I, I got to be honest. I never, I never understood the people that really wanted to be at the funeral because going back to when I was a, a young fella, and uh, I was, I, I actually went to Catholic school, and I was an altar boy, and I got, I got tapped to do the funerals a lot for some reason, and I never understood because there'd be random old people that were at literally every funeral in the place, and I'd be like, I know you don't know everybody. <laughs> Well, my grand, I remember my grandparents used to like, I guess I don't know what happens when you get to a certain age, they start like reading the obituaries. Yeah. I mean, I used to like, they're like, my grandpa's like, you'll do it one day when all your friends are dying. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's just a morbid thought. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reminds me of a story. <laughs> I don't know if I, I've ever told this before. Me and uh, one of my buddies. Uh, he, he's not in motors anymore. He's a, he's a training officer at the department he's working at. We don't work together anymore. But there was like a, you know, way back in the day when I was in motors, we, we were at this funeral. And I don't know, I don't know how they do stuff there. I, I just assume, but usually at funerals, they have food. And then, then after that, everybody goes to somebody's house or something and they have even more food. But Sounds about right. With funeral food, they have, they have food at funeral. This, we were at this service and, we were waiting and the people's like, Hey, we got food inside. If y'all want some, well, me and my buddy have this, I don't know why, but we, we both, for some reason have the same thing that we like love, extremely love probably way too much or, or the finger sandwiches with the, the crust <laughs> cut off. Well, they had like two brand new trays of these finger sandwiches. Well, next thing the guy that was our supervisor at the time, he comes inside because they like they're because they're getting ready to leave, and he walks inside and he's like, "Come on, we're ready to go." And he looked over. He says, "Jesus Christ, we're like what?" He's like, "You greedy motherfuckers ate the whole entire fucking tray of finger sandwiches." <laughs> they said we could have some. They said you ate the we ate the entire like one whole tray was like <laughs> gone. He's like, "Get the hell out of there, y'all ate y'all can't eat half the people's." I can't help myself. I mean, I probably ate 15 sandwiches, but I, we just, we, me, me and this one guy ate the entire tray of finger sandwiches. I hope they wouldn't have a party because they were going to be out there. But yeah, my, I was super oh, was like, hey, what the hell's wrong with you, Pastor Joey? They said we could have some. They said some didn't eat all of them. Oh, Lord. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I'm still that way. My mother-in-law, not long ago, when I got COVID, she, and I was sick, and she went to the store, and they, they showed up, and they had me a tray of finger sandwiches, because they know how much I want finger sandwiches. <laughs> love them. Yeah. My, my, my wife, that's one of the things she can make. You know, bless her little heart, she tries. Um, most, most of the, most of the, she's gotten way better. When we first met, she could not cook a lick. When I, I met her best friend, uh, who had moved away she came back for the for our wedding she was made of honor in our wedding and i met her and literally one of the first things she said to me was you know it makes so much sense she's marrying you and i said what's that supposed to mean i mean I, this is the first time we met what do you know that i don't know and she's <laughs> like well you're a chef right i said yeah I said, you know how that girl eats i said yeah she said you know she can't cook right i was like yeah <laughs> I guess you're right. It makes sense. She's marrying me. And, uh, but 
yeah, she she does make a pretty wicked little. She gets the little mini rye breads, and makes finger sandwiches on those, and those are pretty on point. She and yeah, I, of, she she makes a wicked bowl of of raviolis. Yeah, uh, well, like I said, she she's gotten better. I mean, it took almost twenty years, but she's gotten better. Well, my same buddy, you can know, my same buddy. I remember. Uh, he ended, when he got divorced, this dude, this dude could not cook. I don't know if he can really cook now. This dude could not cook a lick. Yeah. We were talking about uh, something one time, and he said something about frying the turkey in water. Because we do fried turkeys down here for Thanksgiving, I'm sure. Yep. Does, but, but he's like, he's like, he started talking about frying his turkey in water, and we're like, what? It's like, what'd you say? He's like, well, you know, fry that turkey, fry in water. I'm like. Dude, you, you can't fry turkey in water. Yeah, yeah, you get the pot and you it's like that's called boiling. You're boiling the <laughs> turkey. You need grease. You need oil to fry the turkey. This he wanted to fry a turkey in water. He's gonna have a, a old fucking turkey. You know how nasty that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. You, you, <laughs> that's he was, that's soup. He was serious. I was like, dude, you and he's like, we, we still pick on him today about it. But I mean, because you just. I'm going to fry a turkey in some water. And I think that's a good place to break for this. Uh, Iceman and I had a really good conversation. It was a, I had a good time. It was a very enjoyable talk. And we went on for quite a while. So this will be the end. This will be part one. Part two will be coming I may do a special episode at the end of the week. Just to drop part two early or it may be next week's episode either way thanks for listening and for now that's what i had to say thanks for listening to another episode of i had to say it if you liked what you heard leave a review give us a follow give me some feedback and if you didn't like what you heard leave a review give me a follow give me some feedback i'll try and fix it check us out on all the social media platforms that i had to say it podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term and if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.